Chapter 1 Tamika Bronx West, a high school classroom, a late October Thursday morning, 27 days before the hanging. Everybody's eyes were like, say what? The teacher said the word again, taphophobia. Spelling B. Hate it scale rating, somewhere between scrubbing toilets and PMS, say 8 out of 10. The big boned girl in the corner didn't speak in front of crowds. She would write her answer on the board or be dumb. She studied the shapes made by old lady Rodriguez's mouth. Ta, fo, fo, be, ya. Meningitis struck her ten years before when she was five. Technically, her hearing loss was moderately severe. What lawyers looking to sue hospitals pegged 50% deficient. Being halfway to sound was like never being able to catch your breath. She got by just fine when she kept her hearing aids turned on. She didn't much. The machines were what city services could give her old technology that jug-handled her ears and rattled her with phone and radio static, a high-pitched whir. They sharpened and dulled everything at the same time, the way water will just below the surface, but turned off and plugging up her drums, the aids screened out the world. She lived for this silky silence. I've seen more activity at sleep clinics, Teach said, Somebody stand and deliver. Mika Sykes, save us. Tamika rolled her eyes. Mika? Call her Mick. Like Nick. Her thick hip caught a desk corner as she hopped over the outstretched foot of the pretty girl Chanel, just back from juvie. Where it was, Shaw kept a box cutter tucked into her sock its blade home-ground plastic to sneak it through the metal detector, but sharp enough to slash and spill some gal's cowhide backpack last week. Mick stabbed the blackboard with fresh chalk and spun back to her seat. She propped her head on stacked fists and closed her eyes. She was up late again last night doing her secret thing, slinking away into her dream world, drawing add to the no-sleep night, a sugar hangover to pound the gray out of her dome. She'd wash down a box of Fig Newtons with a snuck beer. Eyes shut. She saw what she drilled into the slate. T-A-P-H-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. Fear of being buried alive. At lunch, another outcast bum-rushed her loner spot under the stairs, The G, he called himself. So sad. He handed Mick his homework. Mick eyed the paper, algebra, held up three fingers. For ten questions? The dude fished his pockets and came up with lint and dirty pennies. All I got is a buck and some. Mick squinted, taking in the G. Thick glasses bugged his eyes. A mouthful of metal failed to tame his buck teeth. That twisting sting pitted her stomach. Repulsion? Lust? Both.
She had a thing for losers. She grabbed the coins. Yo, I like y'all's braids, bunch like that, he said. Cat's ears is crazy sexy. Mom had rolled them that morning, his Mick ate breakfast, an annoying ritual. Mick fought a blush as she flipped up her phone. She clicked a hot key for a ready reply text. Whatever. Mick, let me watch you do it, the math. Another hot key. Not never. Last time she let him watch, he faked a yawn and dropped his arm over her shoulder. So corny. She had let him brush her breast, his hand clammy and shaken. That was either too disgusting or too exciting, and she'd nailed him, elbow to ribs. Y'all are mad beautiful. Y'all are blind.